0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Julius, watching the last two minutes of the game in the way that you completely took control of this one, what did the game need late to make sure you got this win?
1: Um, it meant a lot, you know, obviously they're, you know, one of the great teams in the league and they're going to make runs and they made a run, but uh, we stuck together, got stops when we needed to close out in the end.
0: And just as important as the way you ended this game, Julius, was the way you started it with 15 points against the best team in the West was it to set that tone early? Uh, very important. You know, the past three games on a row, we've been getting off the slow starts. Uh, so it was important for us to, you know, run home, uh, get off to a fast start and carry that over. You play with OG in the Knicks uniform for the first time tonight, 17-6, and six, 35 minutes. What stands out to you about the, what he was able to do tonight, yeah. He's a competitor. Um, you know, he makes timely shots, uh, timely plays on the
1: defensive end, and uh, you know, he has to guard the best player, so it's not an easy job. But he did, you know, coming from a trade a day or two ago, and to come in and step up, uh, as big as he did and help us get a win is amazing.
0: Julius, thank you,
1: thank you, what's going on, On probably said this 50 times now, but Tibbs is pig in ish now that he has his Dang. Man, you're going competition with Kevin here for a uh, comment of the night. <clears throat> yes. Um, that's, that's the comp. right? That's the comp. It's absolutely the comp. Uh, we're finished reading the comment here. Can only imagine how we're going to look when Brunson's shot is falling. Now for real, We're here. They're not there yet. They're not. They're not there yet. There's another move. The biggest question for me right now. I'm not itching to make another move because I like, I really, really like what we have in terms of the rotation right now. But it's also kind of painfully obvious to me that we need one more creator on this roster. Now, does that mean you have to go out and trade for DeJounte Murray? No, not necessarily. There's a lot of different, lots of different, you know, sizes and shapes of of a, a third creator. They don't all have to be Emmanuel quickly or play the minutes of, of an R.J. Barrett. Um, you're just looking to fill in the gaps here. And I do think they need that guy. I I, I, I want to give Deuce a real chance. Wasn't pretty today. Han said, gotta keep shooting it. Uh, well, that, that'll that take you so far, though. Um, but yeah, he has his dang. And, he you know, Luol Dang was a two-time All-Star, if I recall correctly, under him, but, oh, I wouldn't be surprised in the least if this team got good enough. You know, OG makes his first all. I thought he, OG was in the running for an all star team maybe a year or two ago. Forget one of those years, maybe two years ago. Thanks, Juanon. Hajzu, huge win, statement win. Needed this. OG looks great. No disagreement. Agree with all that statement win for sure. They've, but they've had a few statement wins. I, I really did think so. Like, think about how we felt after that Laker game. God knows how we felt after the Bucks game. You know, the, the Phoenix game was more about Brunson than, than anything else. Like the Laker game, but the Lakers aren't as good as, as the Timberwolves. not nearly as good. And f- frankly, neither are the Bucs. I know the Bucs are have been playing, you know, winning a lot of close games, but this Minnesota team, man, they're a different animal. They're a different animal. Thanks. Coach. Appreciate you. <laughs> Will Oliver, what's going on, Will? Team felt rejuvenated. Not, not an accident. Not an accident in the least. I think that they, and honestly, I, I kind of like. We didn't get it, we didn't talk about it too much because of how because of the day that it was and like how the game turned out. I thought they really came out with like good intentions. I'll say in the Indiana game, but I like the problem was it's hard to look rejuvenated when you play that pacer team on the road on the second night back to back. But I thought they did some nice things, and I thought that carried over. Oh, That was the other thing that I wanted to say. Again, just all over the place today. Um, The fact that they passed it today. I mean, I know their final assist number was, I think, 29. I'll get it right now. 23, excuse me. 23 on 39 made field goals, Um, which is not a crazy assist percentage. Uh, it's, it's a 58.9 assist percentage. So it's right around where Knicks are usually, you know, maybe a little higher. But I think that's only because they had to kind of divert to ISO Randall because they didn't have anything else going. Their effort to move the ball and it was overpassing. It really was overpassing. Um, I think shows you something and uh, Look, I, I'm, I really am going to be cautious about choosing my words carefully with RJ and, and quickly. But look, I, I'll just reference things I've said throughout the year. At times during the backup units, especially the ball gets a little sticky. Like RJ's issues passing the ball have been well documented. And um, quickly, the, and it's, I thought it notable, meaningful. That he went in front of the microphone, his first press availability for uh, Toronto, and somebody asked him, like, what do you want to improve here? And he's like, I want to be a better passer. I'd score a lot for the Knicks. I want to become a better passer. And I think that's awesome for him to say that. And I would not be surprised at all if he averaged like seven or eight assists a game. Um, so. Yeah, I don't I don't really put that on him. But anyway, uh, OG Seamless Fit cut to hoops really well. Cuts to the hoop really well, and those finishes. My goodness. They always find ways to surprise when we're feeling down. Happy effing New Year. Giddy up. Love it. Thanks, Will. Deadwards 604. OG is the real deal. Gave Anthony Edwards fits all day. Jalen Brunson almost shot us out of the game, but dished like never before. I'm happy to keep eating crow with Julius Randle. Um. Yeah, I, you know, I want to give JB a pass. He shot it a lot and really did not make much. I like that has been their offense all year. And the shots that he was taking, maybe with one or two exceptions. are shots he's made, he did not make them today. So you're like, all right, he doesn't have it going today. Do something else. Well, the something else, we saw them divert to it down the stretch, and that's just go to Randall. Um, but that's freaking hard. Like those baskets that Julius made. I mean, my God, that fadeaway he made, I know it was early on in the run at the end. That fadeaway he made, that might have been the biggest basket of the year to stem the tide on the on the Minnesota run that they were making. But like, so you could do that, but they weren't helping. Like they weren't, they didn't need to help. When JB had the ball, they didn't need to help when Julius had the ball. They were going to live with whatever it was and J- and Randall was the better option. I wonder if maybe Brunson taking a few more of those shots didn't give Julius a little bit more gas in the tank down the stretch. That's a possibility. The bigger point here is like what's the alternative? And that's why you still need another creator on this team, someone who, who could really do something so you can't so you have to put a little bit more pressure on the defense. Like That's why I laugh Whenever people reference like Golden State's office, why can't our offense be more like Golden State's? Well, at the end of the day, you need to create an advantage. It has to start with step one. Doesn't matter what what team you are, what, who you're coached by, has to start with step one, creating an advantage. How do you create the, this, the advantage? This Minnesota team is the toughest team in the league to create an advantage against. It is why they're the best defense in the league. So if you can't create that advantage, you can swing the ball around all you want. Not going to make a damn difference. So, yeah, tough, uh, tough, tough game for JB, but I have sympathy for him. Thank you, Deadwards. Hannibal Miles. What's going on, Hannibal? Nick's giving us wins on Christmas and New Year's. I didn't think about that. Uh, is this a first? I don't know. Um, I do not have time to research it, unfortunately. Is the McBride contract trust in the player or a way to have um, a versatile contract for trading purposes? Why not both? <laughs> Cue the, the meme. Um I do not think you give a player. I don't know how much it is over the minimum minimum for a player of his years of service time. Probably 2 million didn't change. I would guess. I don't know. Maybe it's 3 million, whatever it is. You don't give a player that contract unless you have belief in the player. You don't. It was not all about the contract. They definitely have belief in the player. They definitely want to see what they have in the player. And like, there's clearly an opportunity now for the player to be successful. I do not think it is a coincidence that that contract could be traded starting on July 1st. Uh, so yeah, why not both? Thanks, Animal. Hush zoo. I find this so funny. Tibbs gets his 2024 version of his Bulls, D-Rose, Brunson, Boozer, in uh, or D-Rose, Brunson, Boozer, Randall, OG, Luol Dang, and I Heart, Noah, that's a good call. Those weak calls on OG were insane. Yeah, uh, and if you're t- saying like, well, why don't they go with I Heart as the facilitator? I thought they tried to do that a couple of times today. I know once it resulted in a turnover, but that's the other thing. Like, To ask a center to operate either from the high post or like down on the block, whatever, and make plays with all that length around you. I mean, just their their length is staggering. Truly, I don't know how this team has lost as many games this year as it has. Uh, They are. I mean, they are a bear. I mean, some teams match up better with them than others, but they are a bear. Thanks, Hush. Richie V, what's going on, Richie? RJ and IQ were two of my favorite Knicks, but... Once the emotions wore off, it was easy to see that this was a good trade. Put everybody in the correct spot. It was the trade that they've been trying to make for a year. You know, they did some really silly things or a silly thing early on last season and scoured the league to see if they could get a good first for Emmanuel quickly. And I don't think anyone really, I, I don't think there was any traction there. And then, obviously, quickly became not became what he became because he showed signs of that since he came into the league. But like he made, he became untradeable basically. But like, you know, they kicked the tires on OG before the trade deadline. Now, again, I'll because he just gives a lot of great info and intel. I'll again reference um, Fred Katz's Cats and Shoot Pod because he talked about the trade that they were trying to make before the deadline probably would have kept quickly and RJ here and added OG to this mix, which would have been interesting. And it would have been 48 contract. Plus um, I think Fred kind of spitballed it at like at least one unprotected first, at least one protected first, and then flip a coin between whether the third pick was protected or unprotected. The fact that they went so swung the pendulum so far in the other direction to not give up any firsts to acquire him. I find fascinating. And I find it's indicative of changing circumstances and rolling with the punches and the fact that they did not get a contract extension done with quickly. Obviously, that played a big role in it. And yes, the fact that the RJ experience kind of kept going sideways, you know? Thanks, Richie. Anthony six, though fan of the trade, but I didn't expect to see the impact like this from day one. Randall will eat with this spacing. DiVincenzo and Brunson playmaking will go through the roof with OG's movement. I hope so. Um, I want to see more DiVincenzo and and OG and nobody together. That's another reason why I like keeping the starting lineup the way it is. Um, OG, by the way, today, 7 of 12 from the field, 3 of 6 from deep. Yeah, that dog will hunt. Six rebounds. And again, like I what I'm curious to see, and this is something I'm I, God knows I'm not smart enough to speak intelligently on on the question I'm about to ask, but like OG is not a great rebounder himself. Like his rebounding numbers are I don't I don't know. He's I don't think he's ever averaged seven rebounds a game, maybe five point something, six point something, whatever it is. I wonder if we can look at his size and if his size, his added size will have like I want to know how it will have an impact on New York's team rebounding. Early returns, clearly, again, he got six rebounds. They rebounded like gangbusters. Is that something that was because of him? Was it a coincidence? Were they just playing harder than they have been a while and, and really were getting after this game? I don't know. I, that's something I'd like to talk to Benji and DJ about. Jesse Cook. Oh, the hypocrisy of Nick's Twitter to call you out with the BS, they speak about Tibbs and Randall who have done ten times more to make this team respectable. I look, it's it's fine. I am always happy to play the role of the punching bag. I have I've said it again, or I'll say I've said it before, I'll say it again. I am the luckiest guy in the world. I've gotten to like my kids are getting to you know, get to go to college. You know, they would have gone to college anyway, but like I'm gonna have, help them provide help provide that for them because of like what KFS has given me. And I did it for free and I would, I would do it for free. The fact that I get to make a living doing this shit. Um, and again, if you're in front of a microphone as often as I am, you're going to, you know, slip up. Although that's, that's, that's why we hire, that's why we have our new hire in house. Uh So hopefully that won't happen as much,
2: but uh yeah, it is what it is. It's fine. Thanks, Jesse. Yes. Thank you, Jesse. I just wanted to just, Piggyback on, on what Mr. Mac did. Before just said. you say anything, can I yes. get another beer while you're talking? Sure, go ahead. That, I'm sure that'll make you sound even more intelligent. Um, so, uh, Jesse, uh, as Mr. Macri goes and r- refills his beverage, just want to thank you for your patron over the years. In fact, on behalf of Nick's Film School, anybody that has ever sent a super chat donation, we we greatly appreciate it. And we'll do our best to show that appreciation, no matter how inflammatory or triggering said comment may be. Uh, we we just we genuinely appreciate it uh, on behalf of of myself, Mr. Mr. Cohen, Mr. Claudio, and of course, Mr. Mr. Macri here as as well. You done? I'm I've been hired for the year, sir. So I don't know what you mean by done. I I do believe that he said that today was an important day, but the the more important days are. It seems to be just whenever someone gets traded, my services will be necessary. Well, in that case, then yeah, might not be that bad. Oh, continue with your program, sir. You look good with the glasses. I gotta tell you. Thank you. I I don't I'm not able to see without them. So uh, that's why I need to look good. good. Uh, It can see the the don't be a dick program is already working. It's magic. I I appreciate the compliment. I think it's working wonderfully. Yes. See media training. it's, It's already
0: in the works. Let the accent slip there at the end. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all Just go to Indeed.com slash wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: David Fodernick, how you doing, man? What's going on? Happy New Year to us. In the words of Christopher Moltisanti, you can see it. OG fits like a glove. This team is really coming together. What a monster win! Appreciate you chiming in today, man. Um, hope everything's out uh, good out in LA. Uh, miss you. It's been a long time since we've talked. Uh, it's been a long time since we talked, let alone on the pod. We need to rectify both of those things. Um, I'll talk to you this week, and uh, hope all is well. <laughs> Thanks, David. And happy New Year, <laughs> You, Hooper. Then what's going on? O oh, G man, Tibbs finally staggering, but always a closing with heart, but always closing with heart. got to stop. This isn't a slog if he has Grimes, DiVincenzo in the fourth, I don't think. Great win. Look, reasonable minds could dif- disagree. Um, I think when you look at... So, th- here's the thing about Minnesota that I find interesting. So, they had whatever guard they had in there, and uh, I guess, Connelly down the stretch after McLaughlin played some really good minutes. When you have McDaniels out there. McDaniels, and I haven't watched enough of Minnesota this year to say this with full confidence. I think McDaniels is a good enough offensive player and specifically a good enough offensive player with the ball in his hands that can make something happen with the ball. I don't know how much you want to screw around with putting well maybe Grimes Maybe Grimes, but even Grimes has given up. I mean, I think McDaniels is, is he 6'7, six, 6'8, six, whatever he is, he's, he's a bigger guy. And then with Grimes, you have the the height issue. Now, Hart obviously is shorter, but he gives you that real size and have. And the other thing about keeping Hart out there, and this is the big one, I think it makes the Knicks a little bit more switchproof. When you have OG and an OB out there, and like obviously teams are. Like, needless to say, whatever a team has as their number one option, they're going to try to get OJ and be switched off that guy. If Hart's out there, it makes it a little tougher to pull off the switch. Um, you know, you could obviously try to get Randall switched on, which the Minnesota Timberwolves did a few times. I don't mind Randall switching in certain matchups, certain matchups, it's death, but when he's engaged, and he's really getting after it like he was today, I don't mind the switching there. you know. And then obviously you got your, your center. So again, reasonable minds to disagree. I am not sure that the offensive plus that whichever one of those guys would have given you, I'm not sure it would have been worth it to me for the trade-off on the other end. I could be wrong. Game almost slipped away. And if it wasn't for some absolutely miraculous shit by Julius Randle, game would have slipped away. So f- from that perspective, you have a fair point. Moscow drug mule. Hey, I haven't seen this guy in a while. What's going on? John and Jeremy, you guys provided much needed therapy with this big trade. So stoked to um, so stoked uh, to with the results. Any thoughts on precious and Malachi's performance uh, today? Well, uh, I don't have any thoughts on Malachi's performance tonight because he didn't play. I wonder how they're going to navigate that, because, again, I'm going to I'm putting it out there. I think they're going to give Deuce a real shot. And a real shot means like, I don't know, more than five games. So does Mallet do they like try to milk this ankle thing for all it's worth with Flynn? Uh, I don't know what i I wonder, what I wonder is how imperative it will be for them to take a look at Flynn before making another trade. Because I wonder if there's a world where they feel good enough about Flynn as the backup point guard that would actually lessen the necessity to make a trade for another playmaker. I don't think that's the case. He's like, the, the shooting's not there other than from the corners. Um, I don't know. As far as Precious, I think it was a terrible matchup for him. Uh, the size difference between Gobert, particularly, and like the one issue, not issue, but like the one. No issue I would have with and Benji said this on Twitter. Uh, I would have with Tim's rotations today is like, was there a way to stagger so that you're getting Hardenstein, Hardenstein um, matched up with Gobert whenever Gobert in the game? He didn't do that, obviously. And Precious was kind of exposed. I don't know. I want to see. I want to give Precious a little bit more time. Clearly a talented player. I remember that draft. He ended up going 20th. I remember there was talk about him going like on the outskirts of the top 10. Um, dude has talent. We didn't really see that today. So it's kind of an incomplete so far, but we'll we'll see. Thanks, Moscow Drug Mule. Great name. Barry Craver. What's going on, Barry? Happy New Year, KFS. Julius haters must feel very hungover today. The team will go as he will go. Never a truer statement has uh, there been uttered. Um, this team, as currently constituted, will go as far as Julius Randle takes them. If Julius Randle plays at this level or close to this level in the playoffs, like fuck wants to play this team. Seriously, who wants to play this team if Julius Randle's doing this and now they have Ananobi And maybe they make another little move, or maybe another bigger move. But if Randall turns back into a pumpkin as he has done a couple of playoffs, obviously the last one with an injury that he was dealing with, it's a different team. Different team, different ceiling. So, yeah, I don't disagree with that. Hush Zoo. I miss IQ, and I think his play was missed. Watching OG, I was comparing it to RJ. OG dunking, defending, shooting. It's night and day between them. This is the complicated part about reconciling this trade because the obvious comparison is from OG to RJ, but that's not the comp. Because like, if you actually go through what these guys do, and how they do it and the impact that they make. They're not like they're similar in like the positions they play and all that, but it's, their, their games aren't similar. Their impact, the way they make an impact isn't similar. And yet quickly obviously plays a completely different di- position than Ojen and, and Obi. Um, and yet that's That's the comp. And you say you missed, we missed quickly tonight. I I think the, the, and again, I wonder how much he would have gone to it. I think the only like quickly on the floor with Brunson and definitely with Brunson, but also with Randall was that generating some more offense and how much would you have paid for it on the other end? Again, you rebounded the hell out of the ball tonight. You held them to 106 points tonight. With all that size, you did that quickly would not necessarily have helped in those areas. That's all I'm going to say, but he would have helped in other areas. So that was always the question with him. Like, where does the organization, you know, in your, in your, in your, yay, or y- your, your yay or nay column, right? In terms of like a reasons that we should keep quickly, reasons that we should use quickly as a trade asset. It's like, you know, there are reasons for both. Thanks, Hush. Frank Miranda. This is going to be interesting. What's up, Mac? (laughs) It's your boy Frank from Patreon. Didn't get a chance to comment on the trade. Sad to see IQ go, but I'm extremely happy to see a real wing on my... I'm reading the words on the page, Andrew. To To see a real wing on my team instead of... Not a real wing on
2: my team. A post Christmas miracle. That was well done, Mister Macri, and to Mister Mister from Patreon. I've heard so much about you, Frank, and I appreciate your contributions as always on behalf of our our ever growing business. And I just want to say, um, we can refer to him as the the new Toronto Raptor, uh, no longer member of the New York Knicks. And I'm, I'm glad, not not wing as as Macri. Macri said it. you're you're really doing well today, I got to say. Well, well done, Mr. Macri. I'm going to stay on for the next one just in case my services are needed. I just want to say thank you to Frank for his generous
1: contribution. And uh and that is that is that's is what, that what I want to say.
2: And, and we hope you're having a happy new year, Mr. From the Patreon. happiest
1: of new years, Frank. Get the clappers out. Hush, zoo People put RJ on a pedestal. You said nothing wrong in that club. I did say something wrong on the clip. Uh, It was brutally honest. He was the most frustrating player root for front of the Jersey. Um, Nothing wrong with rooting for the back of the Jersey. Um, It's the right way. It's, it's a great way to fan great way to fan. (laughs) What the hell is even that mean? Um, But you know what? There's just no need to, there's no need to be rude, you know, to that degree. Like, it's tough. Like I, I've honestly spent a lot of time the last day or so thinking about like the nature of what it is that I do, and because it's it's weird. Like we're the number one Knicks podcast in the country. We're one of the number, or I either whatever. We're us, we're usually number one. I don't know if we always are, but and we are. Don't worry. Are. Okay, thank you. And uh, we're one of the most successful. You know, like independent content, like. Things that are out there that cover one team. And so I do feel like sometimes it would be easy for me to sit back and just like totally play it safe. Cause I, I, as much as I, I joke with Andrew that I, uh, the Italian in me lacks self control, I, you know, I, I could be better. And then, you know, so why do, why do you, why does anybody push the envelope? You know, why have people pushed the envelope for years? uh when it's not necessarily necessary <laughs> you know and i don't i don't have a great answer for that question um but it's just something to continue to grapple with that's all
2: i on behalf of of drew um as i said in the conversation with him last night um like you said there there is no wrong way to fan and while rooting for the front of the Jersey matters. Uh, over my left shoulder is a Carmelo Anthony jersey in John's office. While he has Madison Square Garden ahead of him, there are plenty of Knicks posters. Uh, I know because I've been there. Um, I also know because I I bought him one for Christmas. So uh, I'm, I'm looking for a mellow thing quick. There have been wow. Well, <laughs> you have a mellow thing there. I don't have a mellow thing. I didn't think you had a mellow. I I figured that was the joke. I know you have a Sprewell thing. I, was, like, I knew you're doing things there. Yeah. Yeah. But the point is, I even have a Christophe's bobblehead. <laughs> well, I have two Christophe's Funko pops because my in-laws, well, I should say my extended in-law family was like, Oh, he likes the Knicks. Right. And got me last year, a Chris Asporzinga's Funko pop from like five below. Point you know, being, point being, you, yeah. um, we have rooted for the back of the laundry several times. And while yeah. it can be frustrating, you mentioned i believe you mentioned you called it hive culture i, I don't know i was still at media training um but uh i i do believe that uh at at the, at the root of hive culture is the desire for the front of the jersey to succeed so you know yeah for sure for sure that's fair you were going to say
1: I was just gonna say that I my I have a signed Frank Ntilikina picture that, that Dolores had gotten me years ago. I hung it on the inside of the utility closet over there. So when I open the utility closet to get like the vacuum, I see Frank, which I think is appropriate because he's like a utility player.
2: Oh, you want you put thought into the decor? I really do of your man cave slash office. Well done. But you also can't see Frank unless I open the utility closet. That's true. You barely saw him when he played for the Knicks too. So anyway. Thanks, Hush. Dan Hidalgo. Losing always sucks, but it was
1: the way we were getting pushed around that made it more frustrating. Reasonable minds may vary if we gave up too much, but not many OGs out there. We're going to be a bear on defense. Look, they'll they'll still they'll still give up points because I think being able to utilize OG on Anthony Edwards tonight and try to like Anthony Edwards, I don't even, I'll read off his final stat line um, here. I think, cause I think it was pretty good, actually. He was 11 of 21. That's a line 10 times and scored 35 points. Um, only two assists, though, which I find notable. Like, I think his, like the fact that Edwards knew for the most part he was going to have OG on him for most of the game, I think that really, Made a big difference. Other teams that are maybe slightly better in terms of passing, like I don't think the Wolves were a great passing team. Um, I don't, I have no idea where they ranked the league in assist percentage. I, I kind of, Andrew, uh, if I don't know if Andrew's back uh, or the PR guy, if someone could look up where Minnesota ranks in assist percentage, I just, they don't strike me as a great passing team. Um, but I do think that against team, like against Indiana, for instance, again, will OG help? Absolutely, OG will help. But I think that's going to continue to be like a tough matchup
2: because they just passed so much. Minnesota is 12th in Ooh. assist percentage right. this season.
1: So that's actually pretty good. That's actually yes. pretty good.
2: So, especially we'll compared to the Knicks, who are 29th in the NBA. <laughs> well, that much we know. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. <clears throat> do you want a a uh, oh, an, we advanced, got an advanced stats check? Yes, we can. The Knicks are now I guess. 18. And, oh, yeah. They're 18 and 15. What do you think they are in offense? I bet you they're still 11th. They are tenth now. Oh, okay. Uh, defense about about defense. I'll be ambitious. Fourteenth, eighteenth. Still. Whoa. Yeah. You know what? I don't think I checked after the indie game. It. Oh, I didn't either. I mean, I was trying to hire a PR team. So. Um, so what are they? In net rating? I also didn't check. They are in net rating. Twelfth. Eleventh. What? Twelfth. Twelfth. Okay. Yes. Okay. It's fine. They're 18 and 15. It. So. And I'm I'm going to assume this will get better too, especially the defensive rating. That was that second unit. Like I didn't get I didn't talk about the game yet. Like I'm in love with the second unit. And when they go to Brunson with the four with with, with, with whatever precious that can eventually be, I'm just gonna trust that Tibbs can work his magic. But when Grimes uh Hart and Ananobi are the three wings you put next to next to Brunson. It hides him, like legitimately hides him because they cover so much ground. Yeah. It's like having multiple Darrell Revises and then you could have like a weak safety, you know? And has got to look a lot better against basically any other team he plays in that role. And I, I don't know if you spoke about this. Did the staggering like Julius Randle or Jalen Brunson were on the court at all times tonight.
1: Yeah, and it's gonna continue for as long as they don't make another trade. And for him to be I mean, I don't want to sit here and praise Tibbs, but I thought it was pretty creative to go to Deuce when he did, take and then go to Brunson. Now the now the flip side of that is if he keeps going with this, Brunson's gonna play the entire second quarter and the entire fourth quarter.
2: That's a lot. This is where this is where Deuce just being better. Like, like, we're we're in a do-better mo- mood today, right? Just be better? But, but hold on. So are you saying there's a
1: possibility you think he introduces Deuce as, like, give t- give Brunson a
2: minute and a half or a two-minute breather in the middle of the second quarter? I thought Brunson came back earlier in the first quarter. I, because Oh, no, no. was so,
1: okay, yeah, I forgot that. I, that's a bad job by me. I forgot he came back at the beginning of the fourth. In the fourth, though... I think it was Deuce that closed out the third and then Brunson came in. I think that's going to be the norm. Yeah, That's going to be the norm. So, you know, in that case, it's still, again, Brunson playing 12 straight minutes to close the game. That is a lot. Mm -hmm. Um,
2: You could bring in Deuce a little earlier in the third and the first if you wanted to give Brunson more than just like six minutes off. You could make it 10 minutes off if Deuce or some other backup point guard is on the floor. I, I like know. the idea of they're staggering them at, the, at all times, no, but I, I, love I, the recognize, stagger. I recognize the limitations. I love the stagger. I have no issue with the stagger. It's smart to stagger them. Having JB
1: play the entire fourth mm-hmm. quarter is a lot. That's a, that's a lot to ask.
2: It's almost like you understand why uh, Snyder in his rotation, Trey plays the first four minutes of the fourth, sits for three, plays the yeah. final, five, but, and that's just like a lot. You have DeJounte Murray as a luxury and able to do that. The Knicks don't have a second. I'll be honest with dudes. I don't think he's... I think Benji nailed it. He's a wing. He's a wing. Or a com- he's, a, he's a guard, but not necessarily a point guard that like you're on your offense. I'm curious to see what's up with Malachi Flynn, and then I, I think the Knicks will be in a in a uh, uh, in the market for a backup point guard. Um, so. Or more. Or more, yes. we, 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 we Jeremy made, laid, the, laid the groundwork. <laughs> so we'll see what happens going forward. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that, but we'll see. Okay, David
1: Hughes. Being from England, I don't get to see many games live. So happy I saw this one. This is why you get OG. He fits perfectly next to Brunson and Randall. Could not agree more. Could not agree more. In terms of defense, yes. In terms of offense, the only better possible fit would be a guy like Paul George. Who can do a little bit more? Obvious. Well, Paul George could do a lot more, but can you know give you more juice? But also, Paul George ain't the defender that OG is. And like, if you go through the list of like better wings, ain't many that give you defensively what OG does. Well, no, actually, I, I don't know how many. I don't. I don't know how many wings in the entire league gives you what OG does defensively. You know, um, it's basically like Kawhi. You know, gives you the deal, and and man, <laughs> Kawhi would be interesting on this team. Uh, conversation for another day. Thanks, David. Glad to get to see the game, by the way. Jaynees, what are your thoughts on the Knicks pursuing Jordan Clarkson in a trade to replace IQ's spark off the bench. Um, I I would be surprised if that was the sort of player they went after. Uh Clarkson is not known for his defense. He I also like I not, I feel like there's been varying reports on how gung-ho Utah is to trade him. I also just don't love the idea of trading with Utah because of what they seem to want and get in every deal. I think if you like because I, I don't think you're going to start Clarkson. So. I hmm. I don't like it. I don't. Love, I don't think it's a natural fit, because I think you're if you if you have Clarkson on your team, you want him to be the sort of 6 man that plays like 25, 30 minutes a night, and I think we know from the Emmanuel quickly experience that that is just not going to happen here, and so, yeah, I don't know if that's their best use of resources to go get Clarkson. Thanks, Cheney's. It's a good player, by the way. Haitian Ferg with another one. Thank you, Haitian. As stated before, we are a developing playoff team one piece away from being a contender team. I love it. It's Class A rebuild while staying relevant. Let's go, Knicks. I know me personally. I've asked a lot of questions over the years about paths not taken. Not saying necessarily that I advocated for them, but just wondering aloud. and. Usually, when I wondered aloud about those paths not taken, it was during moments when it seemed like the path that we were currently on had either hit a dead end or you felt like it just wasn't working. And for them to get this far, like, I'm not a big video game guy, but video games, I'm assuming, still have like final bosses. (laughs) They've gotten to the last stage, right? They haven't beat the final boss yet. But they've gotten to the last stage. For them to make it this far, pretty freaking impressive. Truly. Thanks, Haitian. Hashzu also love the ball movement. Amen to that. So much this is uh this uh so much cutting felt like I was watching a different team. Hopefully this keeps up for the rest of the season. They need to move it more. They need to move it more. I think even Jalen and Julius would be the first people to fucking tell you that the offense is too stagnant. Himbs will tell you the offense is too stacked. You know the game tells you what to do. Read the read the rim. You know make the proper play. You get two on you, move it. You got a good shot, take it. It's just and chemistry will help. Um, this is where I think the shakeup of the roster helps. I do. I do. I do. I do. Thanks, Sush. Jessica, what's going on, Jessica? Thanks again for yet another generous contribution. After the OKC game, I bought Brunson and Randall jerseys to replace my number nine and my number 23. Glad I did. Love Randall. Hashtag classy team. Hashtag ride with Randall. Hashtag six was right. Uh, It's a nice inside joke. I think you'll I think you'll do well with those Brunson and Randall jerseys. I really do. Um I wonder if I'm going to break my streak and actually go buy a jersey. I don't know. I'll think about it. Cuz I like I the 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 city or the whatever, yeah, the city editions, right? Uh have grown on me this year. I like them well enough. I don't know who I would get. Would it be something if I got Randall jersey? I might. I might do that. Or maybe an OG jersey. Greg, film stuff. What's going on, Greg? Thanks for the generous contribution. Randall is playing his best ball as a Nick, and he's dominating in the paint like I've always wanted. Not always all the way in the paint, but like in the paint close enough to the basket. Yeah. Love OG's debut. He makes the offense better and makes Jalen a better point guard with his off ball movement. Absolutely. Hash- Happy New Year, KFS. Stay well. I, I have nothing to add. Randall is playing out of his mind. I don't. I don't. I'm really not sure how you leave. My, it's it's gonna be tough because here's the thing. Um, if the, it's gonna depend on team record, and man, it's gonna be tough if the Knicks are like, and this is possible, right? Because like, yeah, they're gonna play a bunch of home, game, home games before the final voting happens, and they're gonna get a chance to clean up a little bit on their record, but if they don't make a trade, you know, this is still a flawed team and it's it's just it's going to be tough. I wonder how high in the standings they need to get to get to all-stars cuz right now I believe they're still 8th. Um no, yeah, they're 8th. They're actually sorry, they're tied for 7th with Indiana who has the tiebreaker over them, but whatever. And actually they're percentage points behind Indiana. Half game behind Cleveland. Game and a half behind Miami and Orlando. I don't think they need to get to fourth to get to all stars. I think they need to get in the top six. I think they need to be a top six team um, to get to. Yeah, let's let's say that. And even then, I don't know that it's going to be a shoe. I will say this, some a couple things that have helped them. And we'll see if this sustains. Atlanta being thirteen and nineteen right now, and Toronto being twelve and twenty. If those two teams stay around that range, um, I don't think the Bulls are going to get an All Star, and I don't think you know. I thought McCall maybe get would get some consideration. I don't think he's an All Star either. If Atlanta's that low and Toronto's that low, I, I I find a I find it hard find it hard to believe that like Barnes would get in over Randall. I know Barnes would have a lot of support. I know he would have an especially large bit of support in the analytics community. Um, and Trey, like the numbers are what the numbers are. The numbers are ridiculous, but they're again, they're 13 and 19. So I don't know, but like it's going to be, it's going to come down to the wire. It's going to come down to the wire. Drazov. What's going on, Drazov? I don't know, Ball. Stop stealing my line, Drazov. But the team overall looked like they were playing faster. And Quinn Grimes especially looked like he was playing looser. Well, I could tell you um, that Quinn Grimes is playing as free and clear as he has all season. Because, like, imagine being that dude and imagine you just saw a guy who finished runner up for six man of the year. Didn't get a contract extension. And now DiVincenzo came in and DiVincenzo's boys with obviously with Brunson and Hart. Hart's here too. Wasn't there from a lot of last year. And there's all these mouths and you're the starter and you don't see the ball at all. Whenever you see the ball, as he basically said to the press, like it's like, all right, I see the ball. I got to shoot and I better make it. Otherwise I'm fucked. I'm coming out of the game. I don't envy him. I did not envy him all year. As a th- and all all of that, all of that as a third year player whose role has continually changed as he's been in the league. So you throw all that in now, quickly gone, RJ gone. And that's why, like, the one the one point of contention I have with a lot of people who are, and again, I'm okay, I was on with San Vicini. Two days ago. And he's like, I think there's a chance to go down as the Emmanuel quickly trade. And I'm like, you know what? You probably might be right. You might be the best player in the deal. But I am sorry that I can't look at what this not only does to the team. And I really do think that there is an there is an unquantifiable impact that this had on the team at large in terms of just their spirit and energy and Again, I don't want to badmouth anybody, so I'm not going to say any more on that, but I think it's real. Um, But more than that, the fact that they are opening up real time for Grimes and DiVincenzo, and we'll see about Deuce, right? I I think that's going to matter so much. Not to mention the fact that O.G. Ananobi is coming here. after not always getting the shots that he wanted in Toronto. So there's that too.